Hello and welcome to the deep dive powered by punningform.com.au. It's a sectional database I use, pistol users. Everyone who's any good at the mailbag. Well, everyone's pretty good at the mailbag. Anyone who's actually any good in the game is using punningform. It's getting bigger and bigger week by week. Uh, God bless you and thank you so much, punningform. You've uh, made a massive impact in my punning career and I hope that if you're listening and you're thinking about it, you let it make a big change in yours. Uh, Peter, footy was back. Yes, it was. From Wednesday through to Sunday, um, the Suns knocked off the West Coast Eagles, which I enjoyed. Uh, the Bulldogs got pumped, which I loved. Beveridge had a little tanty, which I enjoyed. Yep. Um, and then we saw the Swans just get it done, the, the bits Swannies. that we remember, because that yep. was one of the great days uh, upon the piss that you and I have ever had together. Uh, very enjoyable. And then um, just the only thing that sort of ruined the weekend for me, and I know it would have done for you, was the filthy poker machine loving Hawthorne Football Club <laughs> knocked off North Melbourne. So oh. uh, footy's back. Good time to be uh, Victorian, isn't it? What, what's better than the P&O ship crews, Flemington, members, sun's out, reasonably fast horses, decent prize money, uh, great on-course atmosphere, followed by a bit of a session afterwards. And it's been three weeks in a row of the uh, of the on course atmosphere, perfect weather at Flemington. Like it's actually walk, impossible to beat. You walk back, shoulders up, like shoulders back, oh. chin up when you've won a, a shit ton. Like it's it has been three of the biggest weekends of uh, my life. And to and be to, honest, to be fair as well, like I, I'm probably a little bit biased because it has been a very good three weeks being back and being at Flemington and you know having success and all that sort of thing. But is Melbourne not back? Like if yeah. there was any doubt that this city was ever going to recover. Like, it has been erased. Like, I got back a couple of, what, three weeks ago now. It was pumping the first night I went out, which was a Thursday, and it is legitimately back. Like, world's most livable, done. It's already yeah. there. It's back. It's, it is glorious. Um, it, was a, it was a really enjoyable day, different day for us on track. We had a, a bunch of, um, I don't know, I don't like to call them clients, customers, um, long, long time, long term, yeah. yeah, viewers uh, on track with us all day long. Um, couple came in and came out and came came back and, and yeah. left and um, and TB was there all day dominating. Um, he truly is an ornament to the game. Yep, a, a living treasure. Uh, couldn't have been more generous with his time to each and every person on track. And I said to him, you know, I said, Terence, just they're going to come for you. Like, yeah. Just don't get too comfortable. He goes, what do you mean? I said, after about race six or seven, they've had their six or seven schooner. They start to be a little bit more confident. And that was what happened. He got, he got diggerized a fair bit and he, he was so good about it. Uh, I, I thought that it was really... I, I, I enjoyed having people there more than I thought I would. You? Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. Um, I, I think that's probably... It's just one of the more enjoyable parts of the day, isn't it? Just being able to talk. You know, like I hadn't met Terry before and in person and just being able to go up to him and just start going through a couple of races. What do you like here, Terry? It's like, well, I've done the form here and I really like to jump out in the trial. This and... will win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was outstanding a few times. It, it was great, great value. Um, so, yeah, big thanks to Terry Bailey for, for making the day, I think, for a few few of the younger lads, especially uh, in Mitch and Andy. So, uh, yeah, no, look, great day. We'll hopefully do another one, I reckon, coming into the spring. Okay, okay. Um, we kicked off our punting day predominantly uh, with well I, I reverse crowed twice so I, I wrote in the captain's pick and then I, then I deleted it because I was concerned the heavy the winner of race one in Sydney at $11 yeah. 
and then I watched <laughs> Jackson and I met on track as there was about 600 to go and I said oh, almost back this horse I've had something small it's threw back the fence I said oh yeah yeah. and there's like 200 to go and I said oh I can't win walked off came back Jackson said it won <laughs> so like in run my mind my, my eye was off Yep. and then our big bet of the day for us um, was the biggest bet of the day we had was uh, Express Pass and Reese let, let it off the leash probably a bit early a little bit keen in hindsight Live, good work, get yeah. there as quick as you can, hold on. Um, I was convinced we lost. I had a little mini tantrum. Uh, and then Jackson came over and said, I took a dollar thirty on the line. What are you talking about? Yeah, the great, great sickness <laughs> right there. I, I actually thought it was a perfect ride, though. And look, the data backs that up, very slow tempo. And uh, he's got the horse going at about, what, the 500 or so? And, geez, it works so well into the race because I think, like, half of the runners were still just sitting there waiting for the clock tower. And he's taken a bit of initiative. And, look, if he got run over on the end by Zorro's Dream, who, you know, is the line chaser, as you uh, referred to last week. But if he got run over on the line, so be it. But you can't fault him for that ride at all. Still feel completely sick. And uh, uh, thinking of you, Mitch Freeman, we back Zorro's Dream to win on debut <laughs> at Cranbourne. Um, <laughs> Set it well, off everywhere. It's a One great of the big story. bets. Bigger plunders of all time was knocked off by Diasonic. Yep. Who um just gonna get up Diasonic now just to just to see where that horse ended up. You remember being told by A D after the race you left the cash on the table there, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Good. Yeah, but uh full credit to Mitch. The I think Zora's dreams are you'd love to win it. You get a lot out of that horse. Proper track and trip horse, isn't it? Have, have to respect it, Flemington. But it's a great track. track and trip to be like suited at, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Diasonic won once more after knocking us off there on debut, and it was at the Sapphire Coast in a twenty-four thousand dollar race. Yep. Twenty-four <laughs> k, so probably ten k the win. I was like, you know, you get that, don't you? Well, I mean, you know what you also get. You get on the day a couple of mile races. There was one, two, three, four of them. And uh, you'd think the All-Star Mile would be the biggest figure on punting forms data when it comes to it after the event. Well, out of the four, it's rated the third, uh, with both Umgawa and Gentleman Roy performing better on the overall adjusted figures than Zaki. So what does that say about the All-Star Mile? I think before we start and launch here that racing and racing in Victoria is a fantastic product and everyone's doing a really good job and survive COVID and grateful we're in a great spot i i think we've got this race wrong i think the two best horses in australia at the moment are animo and hitotsu yep one raced in sydney on the same day so that's a big fail because that's all these people care about the, the decision makers here just want want the horses they want an international horse and the best horses from sydney and the best riders now you're not going to get the best riders when you go up against a golden slipper um so no knock there, but to not get those two horses and then to have a, like an overall figure, people will weight this race in their ratings and, and try and turn up a bit because of the prize money and shit like that. We, we don't do that. It's just if you say Bolt runs 100 meters in 9.8, or he ran in 9.8, you know yep. we don't adjust it overly. Um, I, I think the the narrative and the yarn and the money and the energy that is spent on this race is ridiculous and it's to the detriment of other big-time good races. We have Friday night at the Valley next Friday, which is like a, 
a standalone on the racing calendar where there's a good group race. I think it might be group one. Yeah, this way sp- it's a sprint really. race. And no one knows about it because everyone's been talking about the All-Star Mile, which is like, it's just another race. I'm not saying don't have the race, but let's let it market itself like you do every other race. The the money should be spread across the, the product because the product's really, really good. Yep. Mooney Valley is a really unique, great track. One of the big edges you have over New South Wales is your unique tracks. You have the the creme de la creme of Flemington. Then you have Caulfield with the atmosphere and, and, and the lanes and the bias, which is part of gambling. And you've got the valley, which is probably going to be on pace, but is it going to chop out? It's going to be fast. It's probably under lights. You've got angles. like you, The big fuck-off prize money race hasn't worked. The field was poor. The time was shit. And full credit to you, though, for trying. Yeah. I sort of thought about this, and I, I was standing with um, with Ross Brody at the time, and he said it looked like a trotting race, and I sort of thought about it and I thought well it looked like a trotting race but only the first lap and they didn't actually realise it was just, you know like they were just waiting yeah. there it's just like oh yeah first lap and then that was it um, it was as if they didn't realise that the race is over a mile it was almost like watching a 2000 metre race but without 400 to start with and um, is this just what happens when two states just bastardise the product for their own gain and we don't have the best horses competitively race, racing against each other. You know, like, if this field had, say, Very Elegant, and as you said, Hitotsu and then also Animo in it, like, you can't afford to have these horses going so slowly. <clears throat> and, I mean, part of it was probably a little bit of bad luck. I think everyone did the speed map. You, you heard it across the media, you know, on radio and TV and, you know, on our show, and we all sort of looked at the speed map and thought there's going to be genuine tempo here. But then as soon as Mr. Brightside was half a step slow away, Streets of Adelaide oh. wasn't ridden with any intent. And basically all these horses just slot in and they just sort of sat there. It's like, well, you've well, got... I, the... said, I said to TB after I said, Streets of Avalon's run huge, but that might yeah. be a massive chinky. And yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, full credit, though, to uh, Shane Nichols. Got the most out of that horse and good on them. I mean, Pinstripe settled in the first four, though. Like, that's, that's showing how slow they're going. Like, Pinstripe just sitting there, like, it's... Oh, it's just farcical, isn't it? And you're just looking at all these horses back in the field and no one tries to make any effort to get going. It's just, well, you're not, how are you beating Zaki when it's outside the lead? That was the only, surely the only danger to try and like make the that's horse actually, work early. That's actually a really good point, though. Very elegant race in Sydney on Saturday as well. Yeah. Yeah, she would have been, she would not have been out of place in the All-Star Mile. It probably wouldn't have been a grand final, but, you know. Maybe it should be the All-Star, like, Cox Plate of the Autumn. Don't know. Well, look, is, is the other thing, I, I know it's a big, big money race and obviously everyone needs to get rewarded and so forth for making the final field, but is that the incorrect way of going about this? Rather than paying down the temp, should you only pay first three? You don't finish on the podium, you don't get any prize money. Or you get like your minimal. Oh, I think on Saturday, PVL won that, that day. The Everest is a proper success. It's the best sprint race. Yeah. But the, the, all, the, all the best sprinters are there. There's only four or five of them, but they're all there. It also lends and, itself, though, doesn't it, to, to what makes Sydney great. It's all the machinations that we don't know about behind closed mm. doors, you know, what the studs are doing deal-wise and all that sort of stuff. With it's the racing. Others. It's hot no workers exactly. doing hot work. Yeah. But there might be... Oh, the, the Everest, I think, is a little bit limited recently, too, but that's just the stock. That's just the breeding industry sort of letting the, the sport yeah. down, I think. Whereas... There was three horses, you're right, with Very Elegant, probably another couple of others. They race in Sydney on Saturday instead of here. Forbidden Love, 1,500 metres on Saturday. Exciting horse, race in Sydney. 
So they failed. PVL has, like, Racing Victoria is like, you know, one from three sort of shots behind the three-point line, whereas PVL is like three from 13. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's not forget, he's got the Screaming Eagle, he's got yeah. the Bondi, the Coogee, the fucking Maruba the Classic, the Midways. They're like, <laughs> like he, he's throwing a lot of big shots that have nothing, not, not hit anything. You know, like yeah. along came Polly. That's what we need to cut yeah. over. We've had good... Fed cash for an, an editor here, like it's uh, Ice Man. <laughs> Make it rain. <laughs> T T T. <laughs> uh, good clip that. Um, R.I.P. Phil. Is he? He's. he's yeah, yeah, Phil Seymour Hoffman. He's now yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So, like, I think a non-event race, to be honest, but not not a complete failure. Like, but I I don't know if it changes the the atmosphere on. On course, if you don't have if the, if the race is worth two million dollars and the Manicato is worth an extra million, yeah, yeah, or the William Reed, whatever it is, this Friday night, for example, like I, I, if I was running it, I'd be doing it differently. Um, but I think a lot of a lot of stuff is is really really good. I'm not trying to be uh, overly negative, just about this race and this focus on this short sighted focus on trying to be the the big boy. Like Sydney is changing the game and doing stuff because they are the little brother they have the best horses that they have the second best racing they always have so we don't need to, to force it and, and mimic them we need to just probably I would have injected more into what we had yeah I think it needs some serious thought though behind the programming and the scheduling I think that's probably the main thing like prize yeah. money is one thing but if you're not if you don't have the races in the right order Again, like, I know like it's been said a thousand times, but the All-Star Mile should be leading up in towards the Australian Cup and so forth. And if that means you have to go from start, you know, start again with the entire program and say, right, what races are we trying to make the highlight of the season where we want all the best horses in there at the one time? It probably needs a rethink. But, you know, there's history. But as we've said a few times over the last couple of weeks between us, uh, you know, the, the industry is full of dinosaurs and sometimes you've got to bury the fossils. Jurassic Park, Dominion coming out. Jurassic World Dominion. I'm not going to actually coming out this uh, July. Barium, but um, yeah. So I think out of the race, you can follow Zaki. Yep. You can follow um, on Thunderstruck, and I reckon that's about all you can do. Look, uh, I was keen. Inspirational girl. She lost a heap of momentum on the corner. And one more thing, like, but they're not going to blame themselves or the rider. They're going to blame the setup. So yeah, next exactly. year, they'll go on a different pattern to win this yep. race, which will probably be based like the beautiful thing was some of these horses you saw them have two or three runs in victoria leading into this race which yeah. is what i would want if i was running it and and a lot of those races a lot of those horses sort of were a bit flat yeah but the really the truth is you let zaki get away with murder and jay Carr gave it one of the great rides yeah and so you go look at her sectionals absolute turn on absolute Oh, and, and look, uh, full credit to Annabelle Nisham. Zaki on Saturday was the best parade I've seen over the last three weeks at Flemington. Really? Yep. Yep. Full credit, you too. Good. All right. Um, what else should we talk about? I mean, look, we, we mentioned... Quickly some of the touch other on the, the, the suit. Should I start getting it fitted? <laughs> look, probably... Well, there's, there's going to be angles. I'm going to have to reel... 
really dig one out for. Uh, I, I don't think I'll be betting big at Mornington. So personally, what makes me the happiest guys is yeah, he hates Mornington, so he's going to have yeah. to either work to find a bet there or or find one at the Valley. Oh, it'll be the Valley, and then I'll, I'll really have a decent crack at something Bendigo. But look, it was the right bet. Just picked the wrong horses. The first horse paid fourteen thousand. There was always going to be something at stupid price that got up there, and you know, Trace Avalon was your horse. Yep. 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 Anyway. Oh, too good. Okay. Other horses to follow on. Too the good, card. me. Full credit, me. Oh, yeah. Full credit, you. Thank you, Peter. Full credit. Um... <laughs> Pondus? I didn't give it enough of a push. Oh, holy I sort of liked shit. it when, uh, you know, liked it at a price, but, geez, it, we, we, I did mention part of the reason it's I liked it. It's been Secret Blaze, though, and Grand Slam. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I think we've got to calm down, but, Peter, to the yep. eye. It like put its legs in positions and did things that like you don't see very often in my opinion. Like it, it literally grew the wings. Yeah. It this horse letting down at Flemington was what horses let it growing wings is to me. And um I'm just glad it didn't back something else in the race because it'd be a fucking depressing way to lose. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but um, like it's gonna be overpriced. It it'll it'll be overbet and overpriced next start and, and if, if they ever try to win anything with it. What's it going to be? It's in six months' time. It might go to Mornington next week and try and back up into that race where you win a ticket into the Caulfield Cup. Mornington Cup, yeah, I believe. Where I've talking backed about that. Um, Lloyd's horses have before and done my money, so yeah. I, I'm just already scared of that. It is a tricky horse to profile, isn't it? Because oh. it's not a PB figure on its punting form <sighs> data, but it's it's been in really fast tempo races before when it's done that and hasn't necessarily flattered. Whereas this had that slow race first up, uh, which was the the blamey, where there was a lot of like, real fat splits coming late, and it didn't disgrace itself. wasn't suited versus the day. Here it's lobbed fast tempo, perfect spot, just put them away. But as you said, like well established now, that's its first victory in Australia. It has to back it up and win again. But without me, I've got my cash out of it. I'm done. And it's got to be over bet though, doesn't it? Yeah, I would have thought so. I um, thought like, the last race. Just... Who cares? Yep. Um, interesting race to talk about, particularly like when you analyse the post-race, which we did, and well, I did it a lot with TV because I backed Bermudez. Race seven, yeah. it looked like the, like, and fair fair play to like TV and others, though, like, oh, it's just the, the weight, you know, it's just too much for the horse. Like, like you're not going to catch um, the winner because he had no Roy. weight. Yeah. But they just gone. They gone so fast, and gentleman Roy's been given a peach. Perfect ride, perfect ride. Group One Jai. Um, wasn't it interesting though? Because a lot of people probably looked at this race to the eye and thought, "Oh, they've gone relatively slow here," which is just not correct data-wise. It's obviously run faster than the All Star Mile. Um, the run of Cherry Tortoni was borderline was... hilarious to watch from the from the um, the eagle eye view from the helicopter it was just mm. it, complete you know certainty beaten if it gets a clear run it probably wins by a length and a half but that's not how racing works um interesting race just more than anything i don't mean the weight i meant the race shape like Burmese yeah. was ridden outside's pattern you know but they both just got enormous yeah like Bermudez. Like to 1600 meters was an okay bet. Like it's improved from five lengths on what did over the 1200 meters down the straight. Like it's, I'm happy with the decision. Just full credit, full credit 
legitimate full credit. Sometimes we say it with a bit of jest. Full credit to the, the Hayes lads. Yeah. This horse has been up for a fucking long time now, and they have banked a ton of money. So good on them. Full credit. That was the biggest prize money race for that horse's life and the biggest PB figure for its life, the biggest punting form. Yeah. Personal best it's done. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a few winners out of this race. There looks like quite a few horses that have improved on their last start benchmark figure, their, their last start performance. Um, I thought this like Milford. Race. Well, Milford, I thought. First up, um, it's a new PB for this horse yep. already. Um, basically, second prep Maroney, almost second prep Australia. So it, it had two runs, probably end of its first prep, I don't know, in... Um, in New South in New South Wales after coming from Kiwi Land, then it had three runs last prep, where it was fair, fair to say pretty disappointing, but um, it looks to me like it might have sort of bounced here. Mm. Yep, nice performance first up, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Any other horses you want to follow? Uh, full credit to us, Scotty Williams and Glassy Miss. They're probably still out kicking. I don't know. It's Monday morning now, Monday lunchtime. They probably are still going. Um, fuck you, Umgawa. Couldn't get it done for us. A few starts back at Flemington with another huge run like this, but flying. Corson Stable is going better than ever. Um, I don't know why, but they are. Um, Jons, anything? No, nah, just got the job done. Just a box ticker. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Not um, not totally totally convinced by the you know the two thousand, but you know if she wasn't going to lose twenty, it sort of did what it like. It did what it had to do. Yeah. Really, might might well. I don't know. End of run prep, probably not. Wrong probably stable. Too. They don't they don't have, they yeah. have end of run prep. So they just no, have a break. Going. That's a good point. That's all I got for you, Pete. Yeah, that's fair enough. Very good week ahead, as you said. Group one Friday night. Can't wait to see what the field looks like. There's a few very intriguing nominations there for William Reid. Hopefully, all the best of them turn up. Well, let's have a look at that just real quickly. So we've got we're going to have a standard sort of week, but a bigger sort of Wednesday, um, Wednesday, Friday. So focus this week because the Saturday meeting is at Mornington. I don't think anyone at the mailbag is necessarily a, a massive fan of Mornington. Oh, uh, Jackson but... might. I don't know, Jackson might like it. And a million dollar William Reed. So that race is worth four million dollars less than the All Star Mile. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. If if the William Reed had a Twitter account and a bit of profile, I'd be able to get that up. But he doesn't, so he's fucked. <laughs> it's only worth a million. Um guys, thank you for another uh big week at the mailbag. Uh, we appreciate everyone who watches, supports us and uh, buys the products particularly for me the ones who buy the products I appreciate you the most but um, <laughs> um, God bless you all have a fantastic week bye for now